Hello, today is October 29th, and we have a great show for you. Week 9 is in the book, and this was a very, very, very rough week for bettors everywhere. We got the insight for you. Come laugh, come listen. Let's have a fantastic Tuesday. Hopping right into it, we're going to go straight into the picks. Um, first one that we're going to talk about is Wisconsin at Ohio State. Dude, Wisconsin's not as good as I thought they were. I Ohio State's defense looked disgusting. They allowed 191 yards. Against. I mean, like I realized that and everything, but like I thought Wisconsin was going to be able to put up. I thought their defense was going to be able to put up some sort of a fight against Ohio State. Yeah, no, I was Nothing surprised. Like we both had Wisconsin plus 12 or plus 14 in this. Yes. And Chase Young, he's like I just watched the highlights from that game. Four sacks. I think unless like a team that really needs a QB is number one, he's going to go number one. Um, Ohio State, I think this is the best chance the Big Ten has had at a natty yeah. in a long time. Yeah, Ohio definitely. State won 1-14. Unless they somehow blow it to Penn State. Even even with one loss, like I think Ohio State would get in. Just be, like his Oklahoma loss. It depends on if Penn State's undefeated or not. Because if Penn yeah. State's undefeated, that means they're going to be jumping if, over Yeah, Ohio if State. they lose to Penn State. I think Ohio State is a much better team than Penn State. I yeah, don't think it's definitely. close. But for some reason, Penn State will always find a way to keep this game close. Remember the whiteout game? I think it was like our freshman year. It was Ohio State versus Penn State. Uh, Ohio State was ranked like three in the country. Penn State wasn't ranked at all. Penn State won on blocking a field goal and returning it to the house. Like they always find a way to keep this game close, and I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really interesting, that and the Big Ten Championship. But, but dude, this is what scares me the most about this Wisconsin-Ohio State game. Justin Fields didn't even play well. No, he didn't. I mean, he was like 12 of 22, 167 They just yards, like ran touchdowns. down their throats. I was going to say, so he had like a decent game, but that's nothing Heisman-wise. But Ohio State has three Heisman candidates. Chase Young, four sacks, six tackles, forced fumble. Dobbins, 20 carries, 163 yards, two touchdowns. He also caught three for 58. I would, if These I guys was are like, crazy. If I was LSU or Bama, I would not want to draw them in the playoffs. No, I would, that's a scary I would team. be praying for the other team, any other team. It's not... Not funny anymore. Oklahoma at Kansas State. This was the big upside of the week. Super surprising. Oklahoma got bodied in the trenches, offensive and defensive. Uh, they had two turnovers. You're not going to win when you get bodied in the trenches, have two turnovers. This is bad for the Big 12 because unless Baylor goes undefeated, which they won't, no one's making it. Yeah, I mean, I agree that nobody from the Big 12 is going to make it into the playoffs, but I don't know, man. I feel like... I feel like Oklahoma still has a chance to make it into the playoffs for the strict reason of this game was not Jalen Hurts' fault. Yeah, it was like Kansas State's a bad loss. Yeah, I know, but like, so like, Kansas State did everything that they had to do to win this game. Like, they ran the ball well, they didn't turn the ball over. I'm pretty sure their quarterback had four rushing touchdowns, like something crazy. Yeah, Skylar like that. Thompson's like sneaky good. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, Hurts had a great game. If he, if Hurts didn't play well, and they lost to Kansas State, I would say his Heisman chances are over, and with that, his college football playoff chances are over. But for some reason, whenever the uh, college football playoff committee is looking at like who do they want in the playoffs, the Heisman candidates usually get that extra little nudge over some other teams that might not have a Heisman yeah, candidate. Yeah, they may. It's easier for promotion. They yeah, exactly, money. exactly. So I so think I the that. fact that Jalen Hurts went nineteen to twenty six, three hundred ninety five yards, zero turnovers. He had a passing touchdown. He also carried the ball 19 times for 96 yards and three touchdowns. Would Would you take Oregon over Oklahoma right now? I take Oklahoma over Oregon. But Oregon lost to Auburn. Okay, Oklahoma. Oregon also. I mean, we're going to talk about this later, but they just beat Washington State 37-35. They, Washington that's State not, played well in that game. I actually watched that game because I was Justin actually Herbert Kentucky. played terrible. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't So great. if you're asking me who would I rather have, the team that has the Heisman quarterback or the team that has... Like, I think Oklahoma and Oregon are definitely close. I think they're, I mean, they're right around the right, right around the same ranking. I think Oklahoma's 10, Oregon's like 7 or 8. I think they're 7, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like they're right in the same ballpark, but if you're telling me that they're going to go one-on-one against each other, I think C.D. Lamb, I think Jalen Hurts, and I think the Oklahoma team would end up beating Oregon. I don't think Oregon's good. I think they have Justin Herbert, and they have a good running back and a decent defense, but their defense looks a lot better because the Pac-12 is garbage. Yeah, I mean, you say the same about the Big 12. 
Is yeah, Oklahoma's think, allowing like fifty points a game? Yeah, I know, but I think the Big Twelve, like, I think the Oklahoma <sighs> offense would be able to destroy the Oregon defense. I think the Oklahoma defense would get beat by the Oregon offense. I don't think they get destroyed by them. I'd say it'd be like a 45-35 game Oklahoma wins. That would be a fun New Year's Six matchup. Yeah, that's, that would be a great if New Year's Six matchup. neither of them make the playoffs. Oklahoma was down like 20 in the second half. Pulled it all the way back. Down by seven. Kicking onside kick. They recover it. And then they ended up having to reverse the call because the ball hit like the elbow of one of the Oklahoma oh, players. Like off the bounce. And yeah. Then, yeah, that sucks. Dude, it was the... I felt so bad because they pulled that game back. Oklahoma probably should I saw, have I saw KSU was up like 20. I'm like, what? And it was like 43 to 20. Yeah, that's the first time I checked the score. And then Oklahoma just managed to pull it all the way back, but it was just too little too late. I hate that. I like Oklahoma. Like, I, w- I want somebody from the Big 12 to be good. Yeah, I was. I thought it would be Texas. It's not. <laughs> I hate Texas, though. So I'm not going to be Oklahoma. Maybe West Virginia. Auburn at LSU. Uh, Auburn kept this really close. Their offense struggled, but they got two big turnovers. Got them in the red zone. Um, LSU is now the number one team in the nation. I think that's the main takeaway. They have three top ten wins. I mean, on top of that, like, LSU is... They look so good, but on the reverse side, Bo Nix stinks. I mean, LSU's defense is like All right, fine. a I'll shitty give you, I'll give you team. his uh, stats against top 25 teams this year. He's also 18. Against Oregon, he was 13 of 31, 177 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. That was his best game against a top 25 team. Then he goes to Florida, 11 of 27, 145 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. LSU, 15 of 35, 157 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Yeah, I mean... He's he, not he's good against of... the top 25 teams. I would like to see Joey Gatewood get a chance. Backup quarterback for Auburn. I would love to see him get a chance. Why I've, not? I've watched this tape a little bit. I don't know much about him, to be honest. I don't know much about him either, but he's got to be better than this. I mean, come on. Like, he's doing... Like, he looks awful in these big games. He looks like Shea Patterson. Yeah, I mean, Auburn's off. Think about, like, outside of offensive line, like, I don't know any playmakers on their team. I can't say that I know, like, their skill players. I mean, they always have, like, a pretty good running back. Yeah, I'm sure like, they're solid, but yeah, they don't have say, any, like, game changers, and but, I think like, it's probably tough for the has, freshmen. I mean, their running back against LSU was 13 carries, 130 yards. DJ Williams? Like, I don't know anything about him. Bo Nix was nine carries for negative 16 yards. That's not great. It's not good at all. So, do you, do you agree with LSU at one? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I could see Ohio State or Bama both having four teams got number one votes because Clemson also got a few. Clemson should not be a number one. I'm sorry, but that's like the one No, team. I mean, I think they're number four. I can make an argument for Bama. I can make an argument for LSU. I can make an argument for Ohio State. I cannot make an argument for Clemson. If it wasn't for the UNC game, I could see it, but just like that was Even just such a Even still, Trevor game. Lawrence is not nearly as good as he's been doing. As everybody projected him to be, he was supposed to be the clear Heisman favorite. He's looked meh. Yeah, he's been like, he's been pretty bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's why I would not put them in my their, top. Their offense as a whole, like, Etienne struggled a little bit. Like, Well, I mean, like, the big thing is that Trevor Lawrence is struggling. Yeah. Once they figure that shit out, then that's when everything else is going to start to click. But right now, he's not playing well. And, I mean, shit, Ohio State has three Heisman candidates. Bama entire team is ridiculous. And LSU does have the Heisman right now. Yeah. No, I, I mean, if I'm Clemson, like, I don't know. I'd still be... That's still a tough team to play. I but think like, Clemson's going to get killed by any of those teams. Probably. Ohio State, Bama, or yeah. LSU, well, I think they get la- killed. Last year it was their defensive line because they had, like, the best defensive line in like, yeah. college football history. That's and like, like what three won them of them were game. drafted in the first round. Yeah, that's, that's like, like what won them that game. And then, just, I mean, they just don't have it this year. I agree. But, I mean, their line's still good. But uh, <laughs> Penn State at Michigan State. Michigan State sucks. We said Shocker. that. Penn State won by 21. Not surprising. Michigan State cannot move the ball at all. They're two and six against the spread. I don't know who the fuck is betting on them. Like why are these lines? It's ridiculous. But um, was it a six and a half point spread? Yeah, it I made no sense. I'm betting, on, uh, I'm betting against Michigan State next. Penn time. State's now number five. They're eight and zero for the first time since two thousand eight. 
They have a bye week this week. Then they play at Minnesota next week. It's a noon game. Since it's next week, the spread doesn't come out, but what do you think that's going to be? Penn State at Minnesota, noon games. Penn State's going to be favored by, like, three and a half. I said seven and a half, but, I mean, I think Penn State's going to be the favorite. The fact that it's, if it was a neutral site, I'd say seven and a half. Yeah. But the fact that it's in Minnesota, you said? Yeah, it's in Minnesota. Yeah, so I'm going to say three and a half because Minnesota right now, look, they're undefeated. They realize that this is their chance. Yeah, like, I, I mean, this like, is. I mean, I I don't know, like off the top of my head. I'm guessing they haven't been eight and zero ever, or at least like. Oh, I mean, not in a since, long like, time. Since like cars have been not in a long time. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I don't. I don't know the exact stat on the last time they've been undefeated. I'm sure they've been one and zero once in their life. But okay. with that being said, um, no, like this is this really is their one year. I love their coach. I love the atmosphere that they have there. This Casey O'Brien. Kid. That'll be a fun game. Like, God, dude, I I love this Casey O'Brien kid. Yeah. He's a kid with cancer on yeah. him. So every time I see a story about him, I'm like, this is why they're winning. Like, it's it's a really why. cool story. If they do end up going far, it'll definitely get a 30 for 30 or it's something It's like the like March that. Madness when like, they had like that old lady in the wheelchair on the yeah, sidelines. Yeah, Sister Jean. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh my God, she's the reason. <laughs> Casey O'Brien's the reason for Minnesota this that, year. That was a funny storyline. <laughs> uh, Missouri at Kentucky. Uh, we interviewed at this game. It was raining not only all day, but all fucking weekend. On the last episode, I said 10.5-point dogs, <coughs> Kentucky would win this game by 10-plus because it was a night game in the rain. They were my sleeper pick. They won by 22. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I said that Missouri was going to win this game. Or Wait, was Kentucky the favor? No, they're no ten, I was going to say Kentucky was dogs. the underdog. I said Missouri was going to win this game because uh, – the last time that Kentucky walked out into the field, they started a wide receiver at quarterback. Yeah, they still started And then they them. did it again. Yeah, like 250 rushing yards. I was going to say, this time they changed up the plan, though. They were like, ah, maybe our wide receiver is not the best thrower. Maybe he can run. And guess what? He knows how to run, and he did a great job. It was raining. It was miserable. Uh... Missouri's quarterback, I keep forgetting his name, Kelly O'Brien. Kelly Bryant. You said O'Brien last time. Kelly he does Bryant, not own an Irish bar. Whatever. Kelly Bryant could not do anything that he wanted to do. The, no, dude, it was like, like it was a, a tsunami. Downward. I was going to say, I was watching uh, your Snapchat story. I was keeping up with you and Liam and Liz. And I, unfortunately, was not able to go to this game. I thought it was an eight-hour drive, not a five-hour drive. But um, we all had ponchos on. The, the I want to start the narrative that Missouri can't play in the rain. Because we asked someone, and they said, my brother goes to Missouri, and I know they can't play in the rain. It was some girl who looked very, like had no idea what she was talking about. Hilarious. She was right. I want to start that narrative. All right, Missouri can't play so, in the rain. If you're playing Mizzou, I, don't, you, know, I don't know how you're going to make it rain. But We're not even going to say that. We're going to say if you're an NFL scout, uh, make sure that you're a dome team if you're taking Kelly Bryant. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's big. he cannot do anything in the rain, apparently. Uh, Texas at TCU. This was another mini upset. Texas is now unranked. It's not an upset. Unranked. Uh, they are not back. They've had three close losses. Ellinger looked like shit. Four interceptions. He was my preseason Heisman. He has not been a Heisman candidate up to this point. He's been awful. Anything else on Texas? What do you mean that Texas isn't back? Texas is right back where they should be. The, this is right where they always this are. This is the worst Coming they've down in a to few the years. end of the year, they got a little bit of hype behind them, and guess what? Blew it. If, they if, do it every single year. And, dude, listen to this. They've been bad the last four weeks. Yeah, dude, they almost lost the can- 50 to 40. Just listen to this. Right? These are the last four weeks for Texas, or last four games. They might have had a bye week. They barely beat West Virginia. Yeah, honestly, if we didn't throw 19 interceptions, we probably would have won that game. Easily. They barely beat Kansas. Dicker the kicker had to save them on a game-winning field. That was an intense game. They lost to Oklahoma. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad loss. Oklahoma was very good, I was going to say. But that's regardless, loss is a loss. And then they lose to TCU. So in their last four weeks, they've... Almost lost to the two wor- to the worst team in the Big Twelve, watch West your Virginia. Mu- watch your mouth. <laughs> we are terrible. We're better than Kansas. We beat Kansas. All right, Kansas. fine. They almost lost to the worst team, Kansas, fifty to forty-eight. Okay. They almost lost to the second worst team in the Big Twelve, West Virginia. 
because we threw nine interceptions and couldn't contain I don't contain do third them. worst, but I don't know who's going to be the second worst. So Exactly. And then um, they lost to Oklahoma, which, again, not a bad one. And then they just lost to Kansas State. Or, I'm sorry, they just lost to a TCU. So, like, honestly, like they have not been good at all. And when you say that they're not back, this is exactly what they should be. Yeah, no, I guess they've never left. They've never left. I'm so happy about that. I hate Texas. Notre Dame at Michigan. This was one of those rare even lines. Uh, Notre Dame got squashed 45-14. Michigan's offensive and defensive line just looked like varsity scrimmaging JV. Um, Not much else to say. Both these teams are kind of out of the national discussion. Harbaugh is undefeated when the line is even. 1-0. This could be huge moving forward for the program recruiting. Just in the games, like, you know he's going to win the this, this is what I have to say about this one. First of all, do you think Harbaugh's going to be back next year? Yeah, probably. I hope he is, just because, like, there's before, not a lot of entertaining coaches. In before this game, I said that Harbaugh was not going to be back. Like I, like, I was genuinely on that boat that he cannot win a big game. This was a big win think, for him. This is a huge win for him. I think that this win will actually keep him around longer. Because they, they could realistically um, make, like, a New Year's Six now. Definitely. As opposed to, like, some shitty bowl game. And the thing about this game was, and why I think Harbaugh deserves 95% of the credit, he took the ball out of Shea Patterson's hands. He did not let him have the, like, do anything <laughs> wrong. No, I'm serious. I mean, if you watch the game, the offensive line of Michigan destroyed no, I know. Notre they Dame. literally just bullied them. Yeah, and the running backs had huge games. I think the only reason that Michigan's not good right now is because Shea Patterson. I truly believe that. And I think if they get a new quarterback who's like, I don't know, top 10 recruit, like something like that, whatever, Harbaugh can pull on one of those guys. Like, you're at Michigan. You're a former NFL coach. Yeah. You can easily get one of those big-name quarterbacks. Get a big-name quarterback. Make Michigan good again. I like Michigan. I want them to be good. Shea was the number one pocket passer for you. He transferred from Old Miss. Yeah, he's yeah he's number one pocket passer until he forgot how to be a pocket passer. Now he doesn't know how to throw the ball, and the only thing that he can do is run the ball. I think he was training with the wide receiver because he was tired of getting shit on at QB. Like yeah. I, I think that's actually what happened. That's why he can't throw. But he got more athletic. <laughs> Washington State at Oregon. Washington State kept us close. The Pac-12 is a shit show. We all know that. Oklahoma is now out of the playoff discussion. Oregon may have a chance. They're number seven in the nation. I argue they have a better chance of anyone outside the top four. So you think Oklahoma's actually done? Yeah. Dude, you can't lose to Kansas State and make the playoffs. Not this year. I, yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm trying to think if, they have another, if Oklahoma has another big game, but I don't Penn, think they do. Penn State loses... Florida loses. Oregon's number five. So you just need one more. Yeah. I think they're going to be the team left out. But just because, I mean, the Pac-12 is just not good. We all know that. Um, yeah, so basically, look, Justin Herbert, just give C.J. Verdell the game ball. Did you see the stats of this game for him? No, I, I actually watched this game. You watched this game? Because we got back from Kentucky. I, watched, I had a lot of money in Oregon. Did not work out. But Verdell, no, he like he hasn't had good stats this year, but like the way he just shot, the second he gave him the ball, 23 he's, he's carries, sophomore. 257 yards, three scores on the ground for the Oregon back. He also added 56 through the air. He looked so good. Well, I, I, mean, I didn't know. Like, I've heard his name, but, like, I didn't know he was, like, good. I knew he was their starter, but. And this, like, this game, honestly, is the reason why I say Oregon is not a playoff team. Like, Herbert needed to have. Washington State's known for being a good offensive team and, like, like having the capability of scoring at will. That's yeah. what they've had, like, the tendencies of in the past. They've not been known for having a good defense. This should have been a game that Justin Herbert went off. He did not do that. He only he threw zero touchdowns. He threw like twenty of thirty, which is like pretty good for like two hundred yards. Like they had more rushing yards than they did passing yards against yeah. this Washington State team, and that scares me. I don't think that's going to be eight, uh, that's not going to be able to beat LSU. Oh that's no, not gonna be able to beat yeah, Bama. they're not going to win. I more just kind of wanted a Pac-12 team to sneak in. I, they're not going to win anything in the playoffs. They're going to um, lose like fifty to zero. But dude, is CJ Fadell going to be a? Uh, like draft pick, like high pick. No, he only had like three hundred yards. Prior, he is a sophomore too. Okay, he, he's an say, undersized like running back who like Oregon like, running backs. I feel like are always just in the league. Yeah, I don't know if it's like their uniforms make them look a lot faster or something, but 
I don't know. I wouldn't want to play Oregon. Outside, like, outside of the uniforms and, like, the facilities, I don't know what's up there. I'm not familiar with the state, but... I have no idea. Um, oh, but we did skip over one game. Uh, we are going to comment on the Bama one real quick. I'm just going to make a quick comment on this game. Dude, I thought that... Uh, this, this just solidifies my thought on Tua for me. Mac Jones walked in and went 18 of 22, 235, three touchdowns. It was against Arkansas. Like, that was okay, it's big, against I, Arkansas. I, point, I get yeah. you, but, like, dude, like, come on. What did they score, 50? 48. 48. So, like, it was, was 48-7. numbers. It was 48-7. Najee Harris had a good game, 13 carries, 86 yards, two touchdowns. But, like... Dude, literally this offense is just run a slant, give the ball to either Judy, Smith, or Ruggs, and yeah, let them it's, go. It's an NFL the quarterback offense. does not do much in this system, which is why I don't think Tua will be deserving of the Heisman, and why I think there's going to be quarterbacks in this draft class that are going to be better than Tua. Because, I mean, look, Mac Jones... Who, who's against, your number one in the class? I'm sorry? Who's your number one in this year's class? I think that Tua's going to get drafted first. Who's your number one? Personally, I like. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be really good. Um, you like Jalen Hurts over Tua and Herbert? Yeah, the reason and that, from and Burrow. The only one that I am questioning out of the ones that you just listed is Burrow. Like Burrow, I think has a chance to be really good in the NFL. But the only reason that I'm hesitant on that is because this is his first year, good year in college. Yeah, he was he was okay last year. But That's this like is his first yeah, year, he, like he's breaking out this year. And like yeah. when those when those players have like that one year wonder type of thing, that scares me. Especially because like last year LSU's uh, receivers were known for dropping the ball a little bit. Yeah, they were not. That was definitely their weak point last and year. And now this year they haven't dropped the ball yet. No. So, like, there's going to be a little room for error when you get to the NFL. Like, everything's moving faster. You're not going to have a 100% completion percentage every week. I think how they do – because a lot of these guys are playoff bound, a lot of these prospects. So, I think how they do in postseason play will kind of determine where they go. But, no, the thing about uh, Hertz is – and this is the most underappreciated thing about him. Look, he went to Alabama – that means he got coached under Saban. So that means he knows how to be a football player. He understands the work Makes ethic sense, behind yeah. it. He understands everything there is about being a football player. Now you go to Oklahoma. Now you have Lincoln Riley as your head coach. Arguably, the greatest offensive-minded head coach in college football is Lincoln Riley. Yeah, him or Leach probably. That's what I mean. Yeah. So now you're adding... So now you have Jalen Hurts, who is a ridiculous athlete, 6'1", like, can run, has a decent arm, not the most uh, powerful arm downfield, but, like, nonetheless very accurate from, like, the 20 yards and in, which is the majority of the NFL nowadays anyways. And he's gotten coached by two of the best coaches in college football, and now he's going to walk into the NFL and be just ready. He's going to be ready. He's going to be... Just step step out there, and honestly, I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna be the best uh, quarterback in this class. Hurts. I don't know. I like to. Uh, um, I'm just thinking, like, when you have limited arm talent, like, who is was Josh Allen a finished product? He was like the tenth pick. He okay, went, but like, who's a better who's a better quarterback, Josh Allen or Dak Prescott? Well, you're Dak Prescott can't throw the ball twenty yards downfield, and he's uh, the number one team in the NFC East. He's been to the playoffs the three years that he's been in the league. He like, well, he also has the best offensive line, the mm. best running back. He does have Mark, a, he does have the best running back. Mark I will Cooper, give you that. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like Josh Allen's working with like me at well, receiver. Hey, I said that, I said that Jalen Hurts is going to be the most successful. I didn't say he's going to be drafted first. Two is going to be drafted by that team that needs a quarterback, a.k.a. the Bengals. Yeah, I AKA the Bengals or Dolphins. the crummy-ass teams at the bottom of the league. Hurts is going to get taken by, like, uh, like the 20 to 30 pick. Like, you know I'm talking about? Like, those higher yeah. teams. So they're not necessarily going to need a quarterback right away. They Usually those teams have talent around. So I think Hurts is going to be the best quarterback in this class. Down the road, I think he's going to be the best. Okay. I think he's also going to have the best situation because I think Tua probably is. He's he's going to go to some dog shit team. Exactly. Top three. Exactly. He's going to go to a dog shit team and he's going to look terrible. 
He's going to look terrible. I, I'm a lot higher on him than you are, but we'll see. And by the way, keep in mind, I'm the biggest Alabama fan probably of all time. Like, I love of Alabama. All time. Well, not of all time, but like in this, how about this? In the general area that we are in right now, I am the biggest Alabama fan. I don't know any Bama fans, so I can't call you out on that. So, bam. <laughs> bam. bam. <laughs> roll tide, roll. So, There's electric atmosphere ever. Um, if you've been on Twitter in the past few days, you know that there was a flashing at Game 5 of the MLB playoffs. Instagram Hot. model Julia Rose has been banned from MLB stadiums, I think, forever. Um, she's been going viral over the past few months for flashing people in like notable places, landmarks, athletic events, stuff like that. She's got like 3 million followers. This was probably the biggest one yet. Game five, her and one of her Instagram friends got their tits on national television. Um, I don't think the MLB should be banning them here. I was about to comment on this. I was going to say the same thing. What they should do is just give them like free front row tickets because this is the most attention millennials have given the MLB since like Babe Ruth. <laughs> I mean, I completely agree, dude. Like when I'm trying to like listen to other people talk about the MLB. Like, a lot of people say, like, you got to add live betting. Like, in the stadium, like, have, like, a little, like, if, uh, like screen that slides up like, on the back of your chair that, like, the person sits in front of you, and you can just, like, pick bets. That is the only way that people have been thinking about making the MLB entertaining. How am I supposed to pick bets if I'm asleep, though? Well, that's what that's the whole point. Like, yeah. so, like for example, like if it was like the third inning and you're chugging a brew and you're like, this next pitch is going to be a fucking strike, then all you have to do is just five hundred dollars. This is a strike. Are you telling me that wouldn't make MLB so electric? No, I would watch like a you're lot like more. you're in you're in left field and somebody in right field is like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that would be so much. When you're fun. down like eight. But the, but honestly, since that is not working. No. That is not going to be a thing in the ML- in the MLB anytime soon because there's kids, it's bad luck, whatever. I get it. This is the best possible thing that has happened to the MLB in a very long this time. This is for the kids. This is the betting is not for the kids. Look, baseball is good when the Yankees are good. The Yankees aren't in the World Series, so nobody cares about the World Series. That's just a fact. If the Yankees were in this World Series, their ratings for it would be exponentially I, I would actually care. So what are you going to do as a as the MLB? What's one way to get your views up? Turn it into a strip club. Get a nice pair of tits in the background of yeah. a uh, of your more people would watch. That is a proven fact. That is a proven fact. Yes. Eyeballs are money. <laughs> um do you want to do your second topic? Should I do my first? Yeah. Topic? So Kanye's gospel sucks. Gospel album dropped. I'm a massive Kanye West music guy, big Kanye stand, probably top three favorite artist of mine. I I wasn't mad, but I definitely was disappointed. This was, I didn't know, I saw he dropping an album, so I was coming out for three years. I knew it was like a religious one. I didn't know it was an actual gospel album. Thank God it's not Yandi. Within three seconds of listening it, it was exactly what I feared. Nothing against my casual gospel music fans out there, but this is not my choice in music. I am I think Rap Kanye is gone, and I don't know if I can accept that quite yet. I don't know if Rap Kanye is gone Good yet, because Kanye. again, like... Well, no, I mean, like... So, I remember when I was a sophomore in college, I was driving down to Penn State, and that was the first time that Kanye West hinted at dropping Yandi. I was driving down with That's my friends. It was me, Roger. It was, I mean, my friends with me, Roger, and Liz. Um, we're all driving down there, and we get a notification on our phone saying that Kanye's pu- like pushing it off a month. So, obviously, we were hurt by it, and we were like, all right, it's going to be in a month. That month comes up. All right, he didn't drop it yet. So a year passes by, and we're coming to the next Penn State whiteout game. And the same notification comes up on our phone. This is junior year of college now. Yandi's about to drop. Here we go. We're in the car again. Same group of kids. Same bullshit. Nothing happens. No, no album. Nothing. So now we get here. Finally. The day has come. Wasn't worth the wait. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear Jesus coming out of my like coming from the rap lyrics that you're gonna be spitting into it's these still- verses. Nothing about this album 
touched me. It's the number one album in the country, too, which just shows, like, how rabid his fan base is. It's not only how rabid his fan base is, it just shows how much of a clusterfuck social media is. Because if I were to go on Twitter and be like, this is the worst album ever, shame on Kanye, and you haven't heard the album yet, and Kanye West just dropped a terrible album, well, you're going to look at it. Probably. Why? Because it's Kanye West. Yeah, no. So obviously he's going to have a number one rated album, no matter how bad this thing was. And everybody hates it. Everybody hates it. I have not seen one good review on it unless you're like a 50-year-old Christian mom. No, everyone like that likes Kanye hates this. Exactly. And like, it's a really bad look for him. He, I mean, honestly, like he's kind of already off the edge. I feel like he's already at legend status, so we can't really. It's just like his legacy is gonna be like this guy who just went absolutely crazy. Yeah, but like for example, everybody when they talk about Drake, it's like Young Drake was the best. Young Drake this, Young Drake that. It's never New Drake. So, like, whenever people are, like, dropping albums and shit, like, yeah, like, they're both legends. Drake and Kanye are both legends. But this is bad looks for them. Like, they will have music for, they will have music around forever. The way that streaming platforms are, the way that just music is listened to nowadays, they will always be in people's ears. But with that being said, dude, it's not a good look for them. Like, I've listened to a Drake album since 2014. I've listened to a Kanye album since the one that he dropped that was like seven songs long. When did Views drop? I like Views. The seven song one where like two of the songs were good and the other five sucked? No, not uh, not Yay Views. Views was the Drake one. He dropped like our junior oh, high school. Oh, the Drake one. Yeah, that was like um, 2015 or 2016. Let me see. But no, Yay yeah, was, I liked All Mine... Views was dropped in 2016. That's our senior year of high school. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the last good Drake, in my opinion. I didn't like that album. But. I actually hated this album. <laughs> the last good album from Drake that I've listened to... I'll look it up as uh, I get into my next topic real quick. But I'm telling you, man, it's been a really, really I was long time. I just, hope, I just want one more rap album we can squeeze out of Kanye, and then he can 2015. be done forever. If you're reading this, it's too late. That's the last album okay, that he that dropped was, out yeah. Um, All right, so getting into my topics now, this I was reading through this, and this blew my mind. So basically, people are saying that in the center of the Milky Way, there is a giant, giant black hole. Big jump here. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're we're we're, co- we're covering everything today. This is Red Cup news. This is not Red Cup college sports or Red Cup music. We are everywhere. Everywhere. But listen to this. So the fact of the matter is, there's this giant black hole in the middle of the of the center of the Milky Way. But what the, the, they're also saying about this is that it's a wormhole. A wormhole means that we can travel anywhere that we want at any time, any any point in time, anywhere you want anything that's basically what a wormhole is so here's my question for you i have two answers already if you could go anywhere in time where would you go and what would you do so this might be recency bias and also because i can't think of anything mine are very biased but i would probably go to a like like the best kanye album or the best kanye concert ever and that's probably just because he's fresh in my mind. But I just, I've heard Kanye concerts are like nothing else. I think he probably stopped doing them. Listen, listen to these facts about Kanye concerts. I had second row seats. Me and my brother had second row seats to a Kanye Jay Z concert. How was it? I didn't go. That's, I mean, man, you got no excuses. I had, my dad didn't let me go. Because I was playing baseball at the time, and we had a tournament, and we had a triple header. Triple header? Triple header. That, well, that's got to be illegal. Well, it was a triple header because, like, the, the original plan was we were supposed to lose our first game. Like, that was like, the me, like, me, and, like me and my dad were like, looking at the schedule, and we were like, there's no chance that we're beating this team. Like, we, like my baseball team was, like, a travel <laughs> B team. Like, we were, like, we were all from my neighborhood. Yeah. We were all friends. Like, nobody was from out of town. 
and we were going into this big tournament, like in Maryland. I'm from, I'm from Jersey, so we're going to Cal Ripken Field in Maryland, this huge tournament. We entered it one year earlier, we came last place, like entered it this year. We came in third place in this giant tournament with teams from around the world. And due to that fucking game, I was not allowed to go to the Kanye Jay-Z concert, and I ended up giving my ticket to my mom. That sucks. My mom, my mom, my brother, my mom's a huge Jay-Z fan. Huge Jay-Z fan. That's funny. So my mom and my brother ended up going to what possibly would have been the best night of my life. Did they, did they tell you about it, or you just not want to know? Oh, uh, my brother really let me hear about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Showing me pictures of, like, him, like, touching Kanye's hand, like... So, oh, is this wormhole like something I should lose sleep over? Or? No, no, no. Okay, it's, it's in the center of the Milky Way. My the Milky Way is endless amount of time. So, like, we have to like actually locate this thing, find a way to get there, like use its power. Like, there's so many steps. Use there. its power. I don't. I don't know anything about wormholes. This is way above my pay grade. I mean, yeah. I'm not the, the most into like like NASA and like all that kind of stuff. Also, but when uh, when a thing pops up on my laptop that says time travel available, I had to click on I'd it. I'd be down. But Meanwhile, if we time traveled in the wormhole, could we time travel to Earth or would we have to time travel? I don't see why you could time travel to Earth. Okay. So you could also teleport. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what, that's, what, that's what the thing that I... That why are we not funding this? <laughs> Let's just make our own. Make our own wormhole? Yeah. I can't. I'm not smart enough for that. Alright, but if I had to go to uh, any place in the world, this is where I would go. Um, the first one that I said was, uh, I went to an Alabama LSU college game day uh, my junior or senior year of high school. That was the most electric place I've ever been in all time. It was in Alabama for when Leonard Fournette was on LSU. Yeah. Like, number one versus number two. A hundred, no, two hundred thousand people plus... Oh my god, man! That that place was just unreal, and of course Alabama won. Yeah. So like, the stadium was going nuts the entire game. Yeah. I do. I, I do a, a lot like to go back that. to that. And then my other one that I said that I'd go to is uh, I'd go back to the Eagles, um, training room or uh, Eagles headquarters, I guess whatever you want to call it, and I'd look at Howie Roseman right in the eye and say, "If you hire Chip Kelly, you will single handedly ruin this entire franchise." There's, there's, Those are my two. <laughs> there's probably a few Knicks draft busts. I would be like, yo, James, let's let's not pick let's, Jordan Hill. Let's not get Kristaps Porzingis. Frank, he can't dribble. He can't shoot. He's just tall. Just because he's tall doesn't mean he's a good point guard. Bang. Um, But, yeah, so my second topic, though, is uh, this might be the most electric news in a very long time for, like, a lot of people in the world. Oh, I'm excited. Popeyes is back. Oh, the chicken sandwich? This Sunday, the chicken sandwich is coming back. Yeah. Um, and this is making Louisiana untouchable. I feel like most of the southern states are just, like, they're, like, burning stuff in the streets. I mean, this is, like, combining, like, football and, like, general news now. Think about Louisiana for a bit. LSU, number one in the country. Saints, best team in the NFL, arguably. Popeyes bringing back the new Louisiana chicken sandwich. The state is usually not, like, doing well. I and this say, is the most electric time of yeah. all time in Louisiana. Because they're no, big on football. Big on football. And big on chicken. They do like chicken. From so those are two things that are going to be coming... Two things that are going to be, like, pushing Louisiana. How come, why can't West Virginia get this luck? What do you mean? We suck. No, why can't we get this luck, like... Have, like, a bunch of good things happen at once? Um, we don't have an NFL team. We don't have an NBA team. We only have one college football team who is usually terrible. Our college basketball team hasn't been good since Javon Carter left. Um, we well, are really good. Hey, hey. Can we get, like, food by the way, or something? By the way, we're really good at rifling or we, shooting. Yeah, undefeated nevertheless. Undefeated nevertheless. We have, like, I think, like, five of the past ten national championships. We have, like, women's soccer. We have shooting and... I don't know. We got we got Doc and CPS. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, those are my two big topics. I'm really excited. I haven't tried this Popeyes chicken sandwich yet. No, nah, I've only been to Popeyes a few times. Have you gotten the chicken sandwich though? No, Apparently I just get it like the twenty dollar like, fill up. They just fuck my shit up. It doesn't taste anything like 
any of the rest of Popeye's chicken, apparently. So is, is, is that a good or bad thing? Apparently, I it's think, amazing. Oh, is it? Okay. The Popeye's chicken sandwich sold out. If you're trending on Twitter for like making a sandwich, it's got to be pretty decent. That's what I mean. It says that it's like way better than uh, Chick Fil A. There's no Popeyes nearby here, is there? There's one down. Uh, you know about the Wendy's across from Sea Pass? Oh, is there actually? I think there's one right over there. Or, like, in that general area. Okay. Maybe I'll check that out. I'm going to go there probably on Monday. So, I mean... Monday? It's Tuesday right now. Well, the sandwiches drop on Sunday. Oh, I was going to say. Why are you waiting so long? The sandwiches um, drop on Sunday. I imagine that the Sunday it drops is going to be an absolute shit show at every Popeye's across the nation. Probably. They're gonna so, I'm going to go probably, money. like, Monday or Tuesday. Okay. And, like, be smart about on it. that. Get some yeah, Popeye's chicken. So this week's starting five <coughs> plus six man is softest things. This can be people. This can be organizations. This can be actual soft things. Um, I think it's your turn to go first. Okay. Um, so I get the first pick. You get second too? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first one that I'm going with I'm going with James Harden. So you said starting five, so I got my head in basketball. James Harden is the softest basketball player in the world. I have never seen somebody flop and just throw his seven-foot-long beard back more. (laughs) I don't know if that's why he gets every foul call, but I swear to God, every time that he drives, that beard will go over his face, cover his eyes, and somehow it makes it look like he's getting killed in the paint. But he barely gets touched. So I'm saying, James Harden, you are the softest person in the NBA, and you are creating a soft atmosphere in the NBA. Because more people are trying to get to the foul line like him and doing anything possible to get to the foul line, and that's leading to flopping. And I'm sick of it. Him and, Dr- him and Draymond. Yeah, and Draymond. Draymond, I thought about putting him on there. I, he's, he kicks too many peoples in the balls, though, so I can't call him soft. My number one pick, this is an Andrew Luck, this is a Michael Jordan, this is an elite prospect. The Big 12 outlawing horns down at center is easily the softest thing ever. Um, I just like to throw Texas in there. But I, when you want, I want something holding down the paint that's super soft and the Big 12 outlawing horns down because it hurt their feelings is the softest thing on the planet. And um, you, know, you know for a fact that there's, like, three people, like, punching their laptops right now, like, <laughs> we're not soft! <laughs> we just lose big games. Yeah, the fact that they suck this year doesn't help their kids. <laughs> Maybe they're so butthurt from the horns down, but um, my power forward and number two selection is pillows. Pillows are very soft. Yeah, no, I Don't need much one. explanation there. Everyone um, knows what pillow is. Oh, by the way, Harden's my starting point guard. Okay. Just in case, you know, in case that was the a, positions a, are <laughs> important. I was gonna say, um, coming in at shooting guard, I'm going with something smooth and he's a smooth jumper. I'm going velvet, like red velvet. I don't know why. It's so, it's so soft, dude. I would I would make my walls velvet if I could. Um, and then the second thing that I have on there is a uh, fresh pow pow. That's AKA snow, yeah. not cocaine. Just want to get that out there. When that shit comes out of the sky, it's soft as hell. Snow? Yeah. Have you ever really gotten like seven inches of snow in like Buffalo and then jumped into it? Yeah, I have. Usually it's packed down because there's so much. Yeah, but like that's why you got to get it. I said fresh snow. That's, that's a fair point. That's a good distinction. Fresh snow. So there you go. You're up. My third selection at small forward. KD, bailed on the Knicks, soft. Didn't bail on the Knicks, the Knicks He bailed suck. on the Knicks. Well, he tore his Achilles and the Knicks said we didn't want him, but he bailed on the Knicks. Okay. At, sh- oh, this is tough. I'm between two. At point guard, Charmin, ultra soft. Again, no explanation needed. It's literally in the name. It's the softest thing known to man. Um. I want that running my offense. The next uh, two that I have, um, I'm going with NFL rules slash refs. Um, this guy's probably going to be my power forward because Ed Hockley used to be a, a ref and he's like the most jacked human I've ever seen walk on a television screen. Remember that guy? Who? Ed Hockley. 
I think that was I think that was the guy whenever he would like be like like full start. Oh, yeah. Like flex on everybody. So I'm putting him in my power forward position okay. just because he's the only ref that like I can think of off the top of my head. I don't even think he's a ref in the more ref in the NFL anymore. Yeah, probably. But um, no, dude, the NFL is just getting softer and softer by the year. I've seen, I've seen some ridiculous penalties called this year, man. Some ridiculous Their things. Their reviews are killing me too. This offensive pass interference reviews, like they just don't make sense. The refs suck. The yeah. NBA challenges have been bad too. I don't know how many NBA games you watched. I've watched like three, but and like every down- every time that I've watched an NBA challenge, it's in the first quarter. It doesn't make sense to me. The Knicks are down, like, like, 14 in the third, and we're, like, challenging, like, out-of-bounds plays. I'm like, man, just let the game finish. (laughs) We won last night. I I turned it off with two minutes left, and I never do that. I usually watch to the end, but I was just like, I'm done with this. Then Bobby Portis dropped, like, 30 in, like, five minutes. He had, like, the the team, the Tracy McGrady against the, uh, I think it was on the Rockets against the Knicks. He dropped, like, 13 in, like, nine seconds or something. That was against the Knicks. I probably. I just assume everything's against the Knicks at this point. That's fair. That's a very good point. Is it my pick? Um, no, I got one more. Okay. Um, the second one that I'm going with, I want to make this very clear. Male soccer players. Okay. Women soccer players. Like roundhouse kick each other. Literally are the most abusive people I've ever met. They will not give a shit in the world about your feelings or your physical structure when they're on the field. They will do dirty shit, and they will get right back up and start playing again. Men are soft. I was a soccer player my entire life. So you're confirmed soft? I will confirm that there are plenty of fucking soft people in the world. Okay. Plenty. This is the reason that I played soccer. Would you be in that because you are a soccer player? Well, no, here, right? Listen to why I played soccer. I played soccer because I was too soft to play football. Okay. So I wanted to be the hardest guy, quote unquote, hardest guy, nice, in soccer. Okay. Like in the locker rooms or? Yeah, man, just in the locker rooms. <laughs> no, um, no, but like realistically, like I was way too small to play football. I was like five four my senior year of high school. So like, it was either get my yeah, ass handed yeah, to me in football. Or I can be, like, the most abusive soccer player of all time. And I was the most abusive soccer player of all time. All right. Those uh, are my two, though. So I got two picks here. My... This is your last starter. My last starter. I, I, I have point guard, small forward, power forward, and center down. I need a shooting guard. What better shooter than myself from the corner? Uh, number five is... This, the next softest thing is my pickup basketball game. I refuse to get rebounds. I refuse to play defense. I refuse to ball handle. I refuse to do anything that isn't shoot and go like one for eight from the three-point line. I am strictly a shooter. I do none of the dirty work. My pickup game is soft. That is my shooting guard. At po- or at six-man, Michael Sarah. Just look at his face. That's it. Um... By the way, for anybody wondering about Mitch's basketball game, it, he is as bad as he made himself sound. I'm knocked down from the three point line. He I just said he just said that he was one for he just said that he was one for eight from three. That is his exact words. But that's like um, rare. and by the way, that's very accurate. One for eight is probably about right for him. We're gonna be having like a basketball a game, one on one. We're gonna get like all the stats down, like all that kind of. We'll probably record the game. Um, we'll probably put like a bet on it or like a betting line on it or something like that. I'm sure it's gonna be a great time. Mitch, Mitch money line. Um, and for anybody wondering, Mitch is probably six one. I am probably about five seven, and I will take his ass to school not any true. day on the basketball. Not court. if I'm stroking him. I haven't touched the basketball in about two months, but as I don't think that I don't think that matters. But don't worry about it because we're gonna get everything down on camera of me beating him and. To make it even better, I will be wearing jeans. Yeah, while I we determined because he plays a little more. He has to wear jeans to even it out, mostly because I think it'll be funny to get him all sweaty in jeans. And then watching him walk back all sweaty in jeans after a loss will be hilarious. Anyways, uh, my honorable mention that's the last thing that I have. Um, I'm going with a mother's touch. That's a good one. I was going to say, no real reason behind it besides the fact that everybody loves their mama. 
That's about it. I heard who, but like Michael Sarah, people, everyone loves him. So, so like off the bench, I don't even know who that is. Michael Sarah, he's the guy in uh, Arrested Development. He's also in Superbad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Once you said Superbad, I got it. Yeah. He kind of looks like me. Okay. Gotcha. He's got the cur- like the curly mini Jufro. <laughs> All right, so just wrapping up what we got, um, going through our starting fives. I have a uh, starting point guard. I'm going with James Harden. Uh, my shooting guard, I have Velvet. My small forward, I have male soccer players. Pretty athletic over there. Um, power forward, I have Ed Hockley, a.k.a. NFL refs. And then my center, I have Fresh Snow. I had Charmin Ultrasoft, my pickup game, KD, Pillows, the Big 12 outlining, Horns Down, and Michael Sarah. <laughs> Took me a little bit to figure out who Michael Sarah was, but don't worry, we got it. Yeah, he's the super bad guy. He's, he's notoriously soft. <laughs> All right, and that's all that we have for this episode, unless you have anything that you want to add on real quick. No, I'm all set. Okay, so, I mean, uh, Thursday we'll be back. We'll be doing a uh, preview of Week 10, I yeah, believe. Yeah, this was Week 9. Um, also, on Thursday, we're not going to be commenting on this game, but West Virginia versus Baylor is Thursday night. Make sure that you watch that game. Me and Mitch will be watching that game. Um, Pat McAfee is announcing the game, and I think it's going to be a hilarious, hilarious watch. We're, well, let, let's pick it now because we won't have it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, uh, West Virginia versus Baylor. I don't know what the spread is. 17.5 point dogs. Really? Dude, Baylor's undefeated. And I, it's a night Thursday game. West Virginia's covering. I don't know. We look terrible in Oklahoma. I'm going to say that we're going to cover. Did, I got Baylor's coming off a bye, too. So we both had, like... Oh, they're coming off a bye? Well, it's a Thursday game. No one played last week. True. So, like, it's like a, I don't know, 10, yeah, no, I got 10 12 days rest. Um, 17 and a half's a lot, though. It is, but, like, we can't run the ball. I don't know. I, I like Baylor in this one. I'm not super con. Like, last week I knew Oklahoma was going to cover, but I'm just saying Baylor's undefeated. I think they're going to try and kill us. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pick West Virginia just to cover. They're not going to win, but I will have them covering the 17. Uh, that's all we got for you guys Thanks today. For uh, tune in on Thursday. Love you guys. Toodaloo. Long one.